It's a trap, you walked right out of the hate All over a new king that's face is just replaced It's all the same, you still be ruled by force And no matter who it is, you'll still carry on the torch Just a lie, cheat, steal, half of what you make Taxation is theft, it's time to vacate the state Newsflash, all your cash is an IOU From killers who really do steal from you Inflation is a weapon used by every nation Who says that the saving in the world through lies Have they disguised and pass off as bravery? Well I got news, debt is slavery It don't matter who's matter, a new master don't matter When they both want the same, the state don't play no games They got you trying to survive and put you on sides And ready to kill each other, that's conquer and divide It's all for show, all for hyper control It's a fucking, you ain't gonna keep us down with all these technological problems with our podcast, boy. And we're back with another episode of Pones and Tubs. We're here to give you everything you want to hear and more. You know, the last, the latter part of last year and the early part of this year has not been friendly to the Bones and Tubs tribe. And for that, I apologize. Technical difficulties and whatnot. Technical difficulties, sickness, general laziness, and work scheduling. But we are, I've been thirsty. I've already been lining up new shows we got a guest lined up. We might even do some some like phone recordings. It's going to be called uh, Interviews with a Drug Dealer. Nice. You excited about that? Interviews with a Drug Dealer. I'm excited about it. <laughs> We're going to have you guys on here and talk about culinary arts. We might even we might even schedule some sort of cooking event. Mm. This guy was telling me about, uh, you know, not only, you know, I, I can't really say a whole lot because I'm starting to gain steam at a certain place. Yeah. But uh, this fellow that I know. He is interested in cooking. Mm-hmm. He has a side hustle uh, that some would call street pharmacist. Mm-hmm. Maybe not street, but you know, independent pharmacist without yeah. license. And I got to listen to some of his his talks mm-hmm. with uh, the pharmacist supplier mm-hmm. about the pharmacist supplier supplier. And I got like an inside look into that life, mm-hmm. and that shit was cool. Hmm. Like if I decide, if I so decided that I would choose a life of crime. I know exactly where the supplier-supplier lives. Yeah. And he lives alone. Huh. He has no security cameras. And he makes about $4 million a, uh, a quarter. Yeah. <sighs> Say, I'm sorry. You heard me. Four, $4 million a quarter? A quarter, yeah. Man, just... Uh, well, we both know a guy yeah. uh, who makes about that much money. That's just some, like... Um, that's some black market entrepreneur shit right there. He's yeah. a veritable he's a re- veritable Jeff Bezos of the fucking underground. <laughs> Just to hear these guys talk, I was listening and um not the the big dog, but the 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 guy under the big dog. And to me, and I'm sure to you as well, with your experience, you know, not your experience of course, but someone like yours experience uh with drug dealers, you could imagine that they they make a decent amount of side hustle money, right? Yeah. But they're only dealing in like, yeah, I mean, back when we were kids, what, quarter? What yeah. we buy, quarter or a half? Yeah. Some some marijuana. And then you're like, okay, you know, we're paying a decent amount. This guy's getting a little bit of a cut. He's doing okay. This guy that I'm dealing with is selling pounds, you know? Yeah. And the guy above him is like exponential, and the guy above him is exponential. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's fucking mind-blowing. So I'm listening to this dude. He's drunk. He's driving at night. It was like 12, 1 o'clock. And he's following an off-duty police officer mm-hmm. who's swerving. Hmm. And he's recording a video while he's on a video call talking about selling drugs. 
So it's on the video. Yeah. And he's talking about taking this video of the cops swerving and speeding and slowing down and all this shit to the police chief who he's friends with who bought him an illegal beer. Huh. And I'm like, this is problematic. Yeah. You can't have a video with all those things in it. Yeah. He reminded me, what's that fat guy's name in um, Wolf of Wall Street? Oh, Jonah Hill? Yeah, he reminded me of the Jonah Hill character. Oh, okay. He sounded just like him. So. Sorry. Rant, you know, the thing but, is, though, with that, the whole black market thing is, is that it creates too many middlemen. Right. Yeah. So, like, I look at it <clears throat> with my, what I perceive to be, uh, you know, unmotivated but keen entre- entrepreneurial spirit. I can fuck that up. I can't. It's a hard word to say. Okay. So, my ideal world would be one where, you know, that kind of activity wasn't illegal, right? Because then you could, it, it's like, okay, let's say case in point. Let's say like, um, like uh, <coughs> beef, right? Yeah, beef meat. Now, you go to the store and buy beef. You can buy some beef at the store. And beef is, there's, there's, it's a four, it's about a four-way transaction, probably. Well, at, at minimum. Production. At the, at, slaughter. Well, yeah, at the. Process. Yeah, at the. Um, Sell. Yeah, at the, at the store, the store level, there's four people involved, or four levels involved. You have the farmer, mm. you know, the wholesaler, who invariably could be the slaughterer. Right. If you wanted to be, yeah. The grocery store chain who buys the meat from the wholesaler. Mm-hmm. And then you buying at retail. Yeah. Right. So there's four people. And you know what? That works for some people. It's convenient. Right. And you know, a lot of people, it, for people that don't have a lot of excessive income lying around, it's it's probably your best option. But to me, like I said, with my uh, uh, unmotivated entrepreneurial spirit, I would look at that and be like, that could be streamlined. There's too many. Well, yeah. I mean, there's I, too many people involved. I did it twice this year where I went directly to, we we skipped the middleman of the store and just went to a processor. Yeah. Bought a third a third pig. So you take a person out of it or you could take, cattle. in the grand scheme of things, it's kind of like, uh, it, really, you could, I'd say narrow it down to like two and a half because you still have to have the processing, right? Yeah. But like a transaction between you and a farmer, the processor is me. The processor is merely the mediator of the product. Right. He prepares the product for for your presentation, right? Because you know, you're not going to have the farmer. It just seems it. it's I don't know. It seems a little bit different because they work in such different weights. And I don't know if this is a new thing or not. But like, and not to talk about just dealing drugs on this episode, but another thing I learned from this dude. You know those, the Island Boys, right? Unfortunately. Yeah, me too. That's exactly what I said when he told me this. I was like, yeah, unfortunately, I know who they are. Yeah. But due to the Island Boys, my guy, my my compatriot, my friend, he learned about a plug, which if you're not hip to the lingo is a a, a, uh, surplus. Yeah. surplus store basically yeah. of, of wares and he f- like the the island boys listed these plugs on snapchat or whatever the fuck like you know how they do shout outs mm-hmm. they shouted out a, pl- like a few plugs so he messaged these plugs and uh he got a shitload of wax and some weed sent to him straight ups direct wow yeah another issue that's strange that i wanted to, to mention to you see if you could wrap your mind around was that the conversation dealing with his supplier they were talking about their supplier, so his supplier's supplier, mm-hmm. right? 
You can imagine as you go up the pyramid, the the, the weight gets heavier. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you'd have to assume so. But this guy is got he's got ten thousand dollars, right? He's mm-hmm. built up this little uh, I wouldn't say little by my by my estimation, but he considers it little. His little thing, you know, his air quotes side hustle, where he's got clientele that are used to product that he's getting from you know the Island Boys plug. Yeah. And this guy and a bunch of other places, like he's constantly searching out new sources to mm-hmm. provide products for his customers. Yeah. And he has such a large customer base that he had already sold two pounds of marijuana and he lacked the marijuana to give them because of the supplier supplier. Because the supplier supplier wouldn't fuck with him because he only had $10,000 to put down. Hmm. But he's got religious payment with this dude. Yeah. So it's like, how much business are you doing where you can't get ten grand? Yeah, I mean, well, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get exactly what you're saying. It's troubling to me. I imagine a world, right? Yeah, where you could go into a shop, right? You know, we have tobacconists. You know, yeah, we have places like that. You go storefronts. I would appreciate. I always appreciated a well knowledgeable uh, purveyor of goods, right? Someone Regardless who, of what the goods were. They lived there. They lived their life. They lived that life hard. They yeah. knew exactly what the fuck to talk about. You bet. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pull, uh, uh, a real life person that we know out of, out of the, our, our web of memory. Right. The dude, I can't remember his name <laughs> to save my life. He was the dude that worked the circle, the circle bar, fat dude with bicycle shorts. Was it Derek? I feel like it started with a D. I don't know if it was Derek though. Dan? No, no. Dan. Daryl? Daryl. Yes. It was Daryl. You're right. So there was this guy. He worked at this bar that we used to haunt he occasionally. Looked, he, he looked like Gimli from Lord of the Rings. It was mostly a towny place in Oxford, Ohio, which is a college town. They prided themselves in being open 365 days a year, even during power outages. Like, you knew who was, who was non-college folk by what they were ordering. Because all, because this, okay, so Daryl had a couple, had, uh, it was a telltale sign. Now I'm not gonna, I'm not sliding him for this at all. Because you know what? I bought a few of them in my time because he makes them so well. But he is a excellent purveyor of white Russians. Oh yeah. He makes the best white Russians you can acquire. But to me, that was a telltale sign. Are you a townie or are you, because college people would sometimes come in there. Right, you're saying that the college kids wanted the white Russians. They always wanted the white Russians. They never got anything else but the white Russians. Me and you but, went in there and spent a several hundred dollars on scotch, didn't we? Exactly, and that's where I was getting with this. This dude. So, like you, you could come, you could hear, hey, this guy makes good white Russians. You go in there, you get a white Russian. That's good and all. White Russians. I'm not soliciting. I used, I love, I used to. I still love white Russians. Yeah, white Russians are good. Um, you can't you can't shit on white it's Russians. like alcoholic chocolate milk. I mean, what do you? Think? <laughs> yeah, you know, but. This guy's, you think that's his specialty. No, it wasn't. No, it was not. He was a scotch. Something is fucking, okay, we're good now. He was a scotch, a scotch enthusiast. He was, he was a, a scotch enthusiast. That was his and, passion. An aficionado of scotch. Yeah. Right? This motherfucker. Gimli the scotch boy. He would like pull out these bottles, right? Yeah. And mind you, this is how he knew you were serious. Like, if you're like, all right. Like, once you figured out scotch, once you finally, like, you might have a fucking Johnny Walker or a fucking, or, or one of those fucking big, quote, let's say, quote, unquote, top shelf. Not really top shelf. Johnny Walker's not top shelf. It's, I'll, listen, I will fucking destroy a bottle of Johnny Walker. Mm-hmm. That's here and there. But that's not good scotch. 
Okay. He'll pull out some shit or like Glenn Fittich or something like that, right? Yeah. Basic. If you went in there with some basic bitch shit, like give me some giant walker, Glenn Fittich, that dude would fucking. Let me get some based scotch. He, it's like he would look at you and you could tell just from him looking at you whether or not he was, he was judging you as a human, right? Yeah. He definitely didn't look, he looked you in the eye, but he wasn't looking at your eyes. He was looking into your soul. Yeah. And if you said, like, give me some Glenn Fittich or Johnny Walker or White Russian, it's like everything would just glaze over and he would just have to be the happy bartender. That right? was it. But he, but knew, if you he were knew like, you were a bitch. If you were like, Daryl, I want something that, that is just like the richest, smokiest yeah. scotch you he can, taught, he you taught, can procure. I'm sure you already knew, but he taught me how to, how to, I almost said smoke, but how to drink scotch. Yeah. And I drank it the way he suggested, and I literally experienced the scotch. It wasn't yeah. a fucking drink. Like when you, and that's the thing. He was such a purveyor. He uh, he trained you and taught you how to appreciate scotch. What a fucking savage, right? Because like, shout out to Daryl. He the, would be the like Gimli elf. He would pull down Gimli a bottle, dwarf, and he would tell you everything about this bottle. Yeah, right. He would tell you this is where it comes from. This is why, so, like, and he would, like, be telling you this as he's pouring you, mind you, a, like, a $20 shot, and this is, like, fucking 15 years ago. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, shit. <laughs> he's, like, Fuck. pouring you, like, a $20 shot of scotch, right? <clears throat> and he's, like, telling you, first of all, you're not going to shoot it. Right. You're not going to shoot it. You're here to appreciate it, you're, right? You're not paying $20 to get drunk on So, he's going to he's gonna want you to take a little sip sip, and then he's going to explain to you, so he's, like, the so proper you- proper way to swallow it and smell it at the same yeah. time. So, he's, like, so- He's like, you taste such and such in that, right? He's like, you're like, yeah. Well, he's like, because uh, where they make it, uh, there's a certain type of peat that grows with a high, such like fucking calcium count or some shit. Yeah. And he's like, he knew all the facts. He and there was about thirty scotches sitting on this shelf, and he knew ev- the story behind every single one of them. He knew what they were about. He knew everything about the process of which they were made. And when you finally really like, he was a connoisseur, if you will. Like he was just like. Uh, an absolute fucking master of of his craft, right? You're watching a master at work. It reminds me of like um, I would say like a, a an Asian slash Japanese approach to craft crafting things, where like they like okay, think about it like this, man. Like when when like when the when the Japanese craft something, right? It's not like you know your your fucking Joe Smo shit. They were artisans, right? They knew what they were doing. You know, whether it's like wood fucking wood turning or whatever the fuck they were making, they did it in a certain fashion in a certain way. They made them distinct, right? Well, yeah, it reminds me of uh, Kintsugi. It's where they fix pottery or whatever yeah. with gold. Mm-hmm. Like you, you take a yeah. Sorry, anyway. Fan or like bo- fanboying over here, but it, but it's that level of like artisanship where they. Um, they they take so much pride in their work. Yeah. Right. Even down to like I saw one time, like something as simple with the, like the Japanese eggs. Mm. There is this one egg farmer in Japan who is just <laughs> like his eggs are prized. Like you know you go to the store and buy a fucking two dozen for like what two two sixty. Uh, yeah. Something like that. Probably more now, but yeah. These motherfuckers' eggs are on back order, right? Because he has all of his chickens on a special diet. Strict special diet. What's he feed them? All sorts of shit, but he he has a blend of spices that he puts in their feed, and it makes their yolks this like bright orange red color. <laughs> so he, I mean, it's yeah, and exactly. each egg is individually like he fucking like he like puts a bow on each fucking like these eggs are like they're artists in fucking eggs. I love I love artistry. 
Or like, there's, there's, other, it's not just Japanese though. Scotch is one of those examples where a good Scotch. Well, it's, a, I mean, it's down a, to the craftsmanship. Yeah. There, there's an art, and I think even in America you could find that because I consider good, like when you're talking about bourbon, that is one of those things I feel like you can station that away, and I think that's why <coughs> there is a very big appreciation of bourbon in Japan because I think even the Japanese recognize that there is craftsmanship here, there is artisanship here. I think. I have a, I don't know, it's like a, I have an infatuation with anyone of any, because, I mean, artisanry exists in everything. But it's about, it's about the time taken yeah, the, the, into the what work I mean. itself. But it's like, like I, I really appreciate people who, like, are so obsessed with one or, one thing. Yeah. And they're like, this is my shit. Uh, and it's like with the scotch, like, when Daryl would go through a selection with you, he would be like... Like he everything every ingredient every step of the process he'd yeah. be like okay he knew it he's like so he lived like it. this is the water that they they pulled the, from the stream to make this scotch yeah. and like like he Fucking he, he knew what he was he knew what he was about you're making and the me want to go to Oxford again the dudes that made that scotch knew knew what it's all about mm-hmm. you know what I mean the, like true craftsmanship of something right like an inter a uh, 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 intimate knowledge yeah. Of a craft. You know, you see some of it sometimes. Like, uh, good example, like wood turning and stuff like that, right? Yeah. And the work that goes into that. But sometimes it's sometimes it's, a, it's an appreciation. Or I tell you another one. If you can figure it out and do it and do it well. And I think it's one of those things where once you get into it, you, you either got to go all the way or you, you, you might as well just step out. And that's like blacksmithing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was really interested in blacksmithing to see like the videos of how it's done and the, the finished product. But the amount of time and, and effort and uh, dedication that's required, I, I just don't feel... Like I mean, I would do it as a hobby, and then I'd have a fucking forge in my garage. But yeah, what am I but for this? it to really be a hobby, like to really be good at it, would require thousands upon thousands of dollars in investment for s- for s- not only just equipment. Yeah, but think about like the time you spend. That's your time spent. Time, blood, sweat, all that. Learning how to do that craft for someone out there. I, I only I feel kind of compelled to say this. I don't know if this is meant for someone or not but uh for someone out there who is lacking passion and to see what passion looks like i would recommend you go to youtube and you look up uh dan Aykroyd explaining crystal skull vodka and how it's made yeah because i had no like i've seen crystal skull vodka in the liquor store before i i mean vodka you know i, I don't know. listen though that is i'm good, a layman that is good vodka it though. is great vodka we had it what uh a couple of years ago friendsgiving was it friendsgiving yeah yeah it was good. Yeah. It was um but to to watch his interview where he's explaining the entire process. I, it, you reminded me of it when you were talking about uh like where the water comes from. Yeah. You know like he gives a detailed account of all of like he is the CEO of a company that knows everything about the company. Yeah. Like they get it from like a Canadian spring. You know, or wherever the fuck, and, and he knows the wheat and all this, and it's just, I, I don't know. I think well, uh, maybe 2022 is the year that we we find our our deep passion. I tell you, you know what I think half the problem is, is why it's, we're, I think we're still, we're slowly starting to come back into that. We're, we're I think at a time, it, you know, you see it, like I said, in Japan and stuff like that a lot, yeah. but I think in a way here in the West, we're starting to rediscover that level of artisanship slowly but surely, and I think it's... I think what kind of hindered us really bad and fucked us up and we didn't find a way to blend everything properly and have it like the Japanese. I'll go to this point in a minute. This is actually I think this is actually a bigger thought that's forming. Right. Mm-hmm. 
this is like I had never really thought of it before, but uh, I think the industrial age fucked us. Oh yeah, for sure, automation. And I think automation and and all that it just kind of like took the the glamour and allure out of a lot took of stuff. The spice out. It increased depression amongst the populace because they were getting a livable wage in air quotes to perform robot function. And I also think so. And the that reason why creativity. I think when I go back to the Japanese time and time again with this. Because, I mean, they went through the industrial age with us, but for some reason they were able to forgo is that they were so, like, stubborn and sh- and, and, and and strict about keeping tradition that they were able to come up in the industrial revolution, too. Emotional damage! <laughs> but also able to keep the traditions of that artisanship alive yeah. in their culture. Whereas we... I feel like we are on a multi-generational fucking uh, 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 head head stomping by oligarchs. Well, that, that kind of like you have it was like when we were talking about before the show. You have the ability amongst the Japanese, virtually everyone except for you or I, because we're white, to have cultural pride. You can't have white pride. Well, see, that's the thing. I, and here's here's what I'll say about that. Don't be shamed. I'm not shamed. Um, Someone brought up a good point with that whole can't have white pride thing, right? Yeah. And I actually find myself agreeing. When people say there's no such thing as white culture, they're right. There is no white culture. There is plenty of white culture. There. Well, that's the thing, though. Let's take that back. It's not specifically white. There's German culture. There's English culture. There's right. French culture. But these motherfuckers are based, and they want to base it on skin hue and say that we're racist. But we can't have an appreciation of German culture. You know, I went to like twenty three and me or whatever the fuck to find my, you know, genetic breakdown. Yeah. Just to see like what my where I come from. Mm-hmm. What you know, what parts I am of what and I can't have a I mean, it's all white, but I can't enjoy any of it because like I mean I, I can, but I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Publicly you can't come out and you know it's kind of an honorable thing to see like an Asian, Japanese, Chinese, whatever, to have cultural Chinese pride. You know what I mean? It's race race based. And yeah. we're not allowed to like express that. You know, and it's it's Well, it's that's problem. the thing. I pra- I don't necess- I don't know what expressing means, but I practice it. I I, I took that upon myself a couple <laughs> years ago and I've been slowly uh, I've instilled it. I've started to instill it in my children. My oldest son starting to learn German. Yeah, you just got canceled off all your social media when you said that. It's it's a cultural tradition that I'm trying to keep alive. I get it, yeah, but I just mean it's a it somehow it's shit on. I don't understand. But but it's not only that. It's the but the thing is, I think they say that, but they don't understand. Like, let's change that back. No such thing as white culture, but there is a Western culture, yeah. right? I mean, but we have we have a and it's built it's, it's built more into ideals, <clears throat> right. right? Because the thing is, is like when it comes to like clothing and and jewelry and stuff like that those are all trappings of an older world where what you wore and and what jewelry you had determined your your uh your wealth right but in a culture of ideals your wealth isn't necess- like your wealth necessarily isn't important because the thing is is like like say in an american culture right yeah we defied monarchy mm-hmm. and we said Fuck a king. Fuck, fuck somebody being born and just automatically being able to like fuck your dragon. Like blood being able faggot. to tell us what the fuck to do. Yeah. Right? 
Like that has nothing to do. Like those are I- those are cultural ideals that right. we've carried with us. So you, you what do you call it? Peer pressure from dead people. Yeah, tradition. Yeah, <laughs> those are cult. Like those are things. Like those are Western cultural ideals that we've carried with us about you know uh, uh, freedom. Right. Being left and, the fuck alone. Yeah, and individualism. Do you think that? Did I cut you off? No, you're good. Okay, sorry if I did. Uh, do you think that um, an unintended consequence of these COVID lockdowns and this rise in tyranny across the world, but specifically the United States, has increased productivity in a way? Because they're talking about, you know, like now we haven't really been under lockdown in a while, even though they're talking about doing it again. But so many people refuse to return to the workforce. And they for a long time, they blamed it on money. And I'm sure a lot of that was money. You know, the government was fucking doling out thousands of dollars to sit at home there. When we both worked at the factory of sadness, uh, I remember comparing my paycheck to one that I heard of someone else who refused to work and they were making almost double what we were making yeah. to sit at home. But once they cut that government titty off... And they, uh, Mike DeWine put his breasts back in his shirt under his bra. <laughs> Faggot. But <laughs> once he removed his fat lady breasts with his giant baloney tit nipples, um, people went back to work, but a lot of people didn't. And I wondered if uh, you see all these people that are starting their own their own ventures, right? And they find side hustles. Yeah. They, they, they weren't the ones. They might have collected the money because it was there to take. And that's cool. Fuck it. Take it. You know what I mean? Collapsitarian yeah. all day long. But um, they also, they didn't just sit on their ass. Yeah. They were doing side hustles. They were figuring out. Like, I've seen, there are people I know that, like, started a fucking business spraying fucking driveways. Yeah. You know, and then it, and I heard this the other day, and I really I wanted to wait till we did the podcast to to ask if this if you knew this to be true or if this is just some bullshit that I bought into, but I heard that the French had to create a word for Western uh, creativity, and that was entrepreneur. Have you heard that? No, I heard that the other day in an interview, and I was like, wow. Like I don't know how to check this because I'm currently working. Well, but- entrepreneur is a French word. That's what I mean. Yeah. But I heard that they created it to explain, like, our weird obsession with, like, uh, say you take like you t- you take something away, and then, then you know, the, like, say you take someone's work away, and a lot of times, back in the day especially, before we were fluorided the fuck out, people were like, oh, okay, well, I don't need that, I'll just fucking figure, and then they figured out something even better. Yeah. And, and that just seemed super gangster to me. <clears throat> does that vibe with you? Does that pass your vibe check? It does. It does pass my vibe. You like check. that? Yeah. So yeah, I'm glad that you don't think that's bullshit. I I'm not sure that you are the uh, defining factor, but I like to think that both of our brains would have detected bullshit if it was bullshit. Yeah. And well, it's kind of a, it's a it's a positive thing to think about. Yeah. Because uh, the government stay tripping. Yeah. And <clears throat> I imagine 2022 will not be any different than 2020 or 2021, unless it's worse. But yeah. with their fucking press on our lives and push down of our abilities, it would just drive us to innovate and become entrepreneurs. Yeah. Shout out the French one time. <laughs> yeah, probably the only time I've ever shout out the French on this show. Eh, they Freedom fries, bitch. <laughs> they got a lot of good food. Eh, they're okay. I like their uh, free access to public sex. I also, yeah, well, that's the thing. I, I like, <laughs> they are... 
to me in my in my mind's eye, if I'm going to give them credit for anything, they are true uh, Epicurus in the best sense. Like they are pursuers of pleasure, yeah, in all forms, whether it be food, sex, uh, uh, you know, just uh, just like you know, just like you know, you think of the cafes and lounging about and. It's clutch. Drinking, drinking their work delicious weeks coffees. Are, their work weeks are smaller because they understand, you know, the ability of free time, which is crazy because you think if you had more free time, you'd, you'd come up with an entrepreneurial idea. <laughs> you free moderate, fuck. Well, moderate drinking is also acceptable acceptable in the workplace, too, which, uh, Liz, like I said, I, they are, to me, like, they're Epicurus. They are pursuers of pleasure, right? <laughs> yeah. And I think... As you should be. YOLO, bitch. I think they have found... Uh, uh, there are certain aspects, not to say that like everything that they do is perfect, right? Because, you know, I think, uh, I think they like, uh, I think they, 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 not to say they're not, they're not, it's not that they're not creative. I just think like sometimes tradition and like just doing things a certain way for so long, like, well, we've done this forever this way. We might as well just keep doing it like this, even if it's inefficient. Yeah. Can, can be to someone's detriment, right? Mm -hmm. There's no, I feel like there's not a lot of innovation, right? Well, I mean, if you're too epic, what, what's the word? Epicural? Yeah, epicural. If you're too epicural, then perhaps you might just enjoy the innovations of those around you. Well, and see that, and well, therein lies the problem is that, once again, we'll go back to a little history lesson here. If you're too epicural and you're too stuck in tradition and you don't want to, and like you said, relying on the, on the, on other people's efficiency and, and productivity, uh, you're going to get run the fuck over by Germans probably. Two jokes. One, not funny. One, I hope you laugh at. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. One is uh, relevant, and the other one's not. Okay. But they are both cultural. Yeah. Um, I'm sure I'm going to say it wrong, but Dad, do you know why the main street through the... I don't know what the... I, I just fucked it up. The, the, the main part of France is lined with trees. Why? Because Germans hate walking in the sun. <laughs> okay? That's not the one I wanted you to laugh at. still funny, though. I'm glad you laughed at it. Yeah. So, the other one I'm going to shit on Catholics. I, I decided that uh, at least once an episode I'm going to shit on the Catholics. I'm okay. sorry if you're a Catholic. I love you. We love you. Yeah. But, uh, I'm just saying. Let's hear it. So, now, if you could picture in your mind's eye a mountain, mm -hmm. and there's a, there's a windy road, Okay. And a priest is driving down the mountain. I don't know if he was praying. Mm -hmm. I don't know what he was doing. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. The joke didn't tell me that. But yeah. he was driving down the mountain. And coming around a bend, he sees a boy standing and looking over, and he's crying. Mm -hmm. He's looking over the edge. And he gets out of the car. He walks up, and he's like, oh, what's what's the matter? And he's like, well, my parents wrecked. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> uh, um, my parents wrecked the car. I fell out. I, I wasn't hurt too bad, and I think they went over. And I don't. I don't think they're okay. And the priest looks over and notices the guardrail is broken, mm -hmm. and he looks over the edge, and they're fucking dead. They're mm -hmm. dead as fuck. Yeah. And the the kid looks back and sees the priest taking his pants off, and he's like, "It's not your day, kid." <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. But uh, sorry, I just had to do it. <clears throat> but no, like, like go back to the to the French again. Yeah, you know, French kids. After, mind you, after World War One, which was on like my, you know, in the European theater, which were the big war part of the war, World War One was fought. Yeah, um, <clears throat> you know, the only reason 
that the Germans didn't just fucking demolish the fucking French was because of English, English and American <laughs> intervention, right? Oh, yeah. And then after the war, we helped them build what was called the Marginal <coughs> Line. Yeah. Which was this huge fucking, basically the uh, a big part. It wasn't on the border, but it was close to the border with Germany. It was this huge fortified defense. Basically, the French built it after World War One. They said, there's no fucking way the Germans are ever going to cross this goddamn line again. They're right? fucking. But the thing is, 20 years goes by. They don't really change much of anything. The Germans had time to study it. <laughs> Germans had time to study it and figure out what was our shortcomings from from World War War One. Well, the 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 French and the English and the Americans they had ta- they got they brought in tanks and and we were still fucking around with cavalry. We fucked up with it when it comes yeah, to that. Fuck a horse. So like this, they have something with these tanks. Let's look at these tanks. And, you know, Germans are notorious for 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 their engineering and their their efficiency. So they're like super efficient. Let's make these things bigger and more deadly and and just. Basically impenetrable, and not only that, let's, let's make create it out a of depleted uranium. Not only that, let's just create a new form of warfare built around using tanks. Yeah, right. Because this is so. This was so revolutionary during the first war that we lost and blew right through that fucking marginal line that the French just decided was never going to be crossed. Yeah, right. Who has the best tanks, or yeah. who has the most tanks? I'm googling it. Russia has the most tanks. See, I, I'm. My question is, which country has the best tanks? And there for a while, I thought it was Russia, but we're about to find out. I don't know if you've been following any of the uh, World War Three news. A little bit. Wow, apparently Google just will not allow you to ask that question. I asked, what country has the best tanks? And it filled all of the entire first page of which country has the best quality of life. Now, <clears throat> I'll say this too. Uh, Russia does have the most tanks. Oh, by and large. 22,710, according to Google. The second is China with 9,000. The United States follows with 8,725. And then India, but nobody's worried about them. Uh, Just Pakistan. Speaking of India, curry, right? What? Curry. Curry? From India? Yeah. Do you know where curry comes from? Correct me if I'm wrong. I heard it actually came from Britain, which would make sense. Due to the fact that they colonized with the British East India Trading Company. Well, the spice, like the spices itself, those are Indian things, but curry is very popular in England because of colonization. Fuck colonization. The sharing of culture. So basically, what happens is uh, <clears throat> we had the same thing happen. Basically, the reason why, when it comes to like sharing things and culturalization, like let's say, for example, Hot sauce and spicy food in this country, mm-hmm. right? A lot of that got jumped up from soldiers returning from Korea and Vietnam. Yeah. Because they were coming back here like, listen, I tried these dishes over there. They were fucking amazing. They're really spicy. They tasted great. Uh, uh, I want to get that here. Yeah. Right. With and that in my mouth. Same thing goes with like, you know, the British. They were, uh, India was a colony. And British soldiers would come back to England and be like, man, their dishes, listen, this fucking stuffed sheep's stomach with fucking kidneys and livers and shit, it fucking blows. Give me something fucking, I tried this shit over there, it was fucking amazing. Mm -hmm. And the only difference really, you know, it was still meat, but it had spices in it. Yeah. And it was a banger. So apparently the best tank is the Leopard 2A7 Germany. Hmm. Second in class, South Korea. With the uh, K2 Black Panther, number three USA, M1A2. But if you listen to people on TikTok, I don't remember the dude's name. We were talking about him earlier. That Asian uh, or South Pacific, whatever, whatever he is, mm-hmm. fellow. Yeah, graduated sniper school. Yeah, all that shit. He's like, tanks really aren't that big of a deal. 
You know, it kind of reminds me of Dr. Doug Hurdy. I think he said it on the show before, the best way to deal with a dank is a Molotov cocktail. <laughs> you know, he would know. He was over there in the sandbox. Yeah. The Asian fellow said that basically you just have to create things that make them go over and turn like a created ditch mm-hmm. and then make them turn like it's an impassable ditch, but they have to get through it. Mm-hmm. And once they turn, they're more likely to throw their treads. Once they throw their treads, yeah, throw your treads, you're dead. Then you got a, like a fucking 60 ton paperweight. Yeah. You know. <laughs> Or however much they weigh. Something like that. About to get bugged up. Let's say they're like 20 ton, 30 ton. I don't fucking know. It's too heavy. It's big. Too heavy to care. Yeah. Does it matter? It's just a paperweight at that point. I can't lift a ton, so I can't lift 20, so I don't care. You know? You know? So, now that we got, I mean, we got our cultural rantings out of the way. Yeah? Mm -hmm. Uh, How's how's everything been going? How you been doing? I'm all right. Miss you. I miss you too. I've been all right, you know. Been on this, this leave. Yeah. Yeah, with the baby. Hopefully it's spicing your life to leave there. I actually oh, just yeah. talked to another uh, victim of the Stockholm Syndrome that is the state of Ohio, and mm-hmm. he just, we, we we talked through it for the last two or three days, and he put it in his application for a chemical plant, be the our brother Teen Wolf. Oh, okay. He's on his way out. Nice. He's terrified of it, but he's going to be he's gonna be okay. Yeah. I said, 2022 is your year, my guy. It's time to get out of there. It's yeah. time to f- say fuck off. But yeah, should we should we hop into some news stories? Yeah, sure. Why I got not? a couple news stories. We need to get back topical in 2022. What do you think? Yeah, you know, I guess. Start doing some- <laughs> you sound very unenthusiastic. You talking about like modern topics or like? Nah, man. Oh, you're talking about like do some conspiracy, historical conspiracy. Do some, do some. We need to get back to our roots. We need to, we need to hit that. Oh, uh, I 100 percent agree with that. Hit that fucking esoteric shit. I can't talk about fucking current event shit. Nah, we're about to, but. <laughs> We didn't plan a we didn't plan a topic, so it is what it is. <clears throat> Mark Passio actually, I was listening to him last night, and uh, he actually kind of made sense to me again. Yeah, you know, there for a while we kind of quit fucking with it, or I quit fucking with him. I don't know if you did or not, but I quit fucking with him because every time you listen to his show, it was just screaming at you about how you're a piece of shit. Yeah, like I'm your listener friend. Like, yeah, I'm not the cattle, and uh, he still stays on that shitting on his listenership, but not as hard. But he basically said that, like he he created a website where it's decentralized for creators to go to, uh-huh. and as long as they are esoteric in nature and trying to free people and teach about the principles of anarchy uh-huh. and freedom, he'll accept them on his platform. So he's been setting that up in his off time because he hasn't done a show in a while, and he actually said that he's done doing his shows every every month. Uh. He basically is doing like six months on, six months off. Yeah. He's like, because it's not healthy for me. He's like, I fucking hate all of you, <laughs> you know, basically. <laughs> but uh, I like that. I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he didn't kill himself. He had a hard run of things last year. His wife yeah, died. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> so this story uh, is pretty cool. U.S. tyrants push COVID internment camps exclusive. As the writer Jamie White reports, the state of Washington may amend a law to allow forcible detainment of residents into COVID internment camps for defying state vaccine mandates. The proposed revision to the COVID protocol under the Communicable and Certain Other Diseases Act called WAC 246-100-040 would grant local health officials at his other sole discretion to issue an emergency detention order causing a person or group of persons to be immediately detained for purposes 
of isolation or quarantine. Additionally, the measure would allow law enforcement to assist public health officials in detaining residents who refused COVID injection. Hmm. The emergency detention order would allow individuals to be detained for a period not to exceed 10 days. The alarming measure comes in tandem with government Jay Inslee's effort to hire strike teams to run quarantine camps outlined in the state's government uh, jobs.com website, <clears throat> a term that has since been scrubbed from the website sometime after the bulletin was posted in September of 2021. Notably, WAC 246-100-040 was certified on October 25th, 2019, just months before the COVID-19 pandemic. That's weird. Began in January of 2020. Inslee further warned unvaccinated residents on Wednesday that he will soon impose even more harsh COVID restrictions to address the 146% increase in COVID cases, despite 68% of Washington's residents being fully vaccinated because the vaccines are actually causing the problem. Uh, I, I added that myself. Yeah. Meanwhile, New York Governor Kathy Hochul. Attempts to pass a similar bill allowing authorities to forcibly detain anyone she deems a public threat. The bill called A period 416 would allow the governor or the appropriate health official to order the removal or detention of any person afflicted with a communicable disease in the event that there is a state of emergency declared by the governor in relation to such disease. Any person or group removed or detained by order of the governor or his or her delegate, shall be detained for as long as the department may direct the proposed bill states. They should just, uh, does they have a nickname called the fuck around and find out, Bill? <laughs> yeah, I mean, they called it whack. So you already know. Whack. Bitch, you're going to find out. That's whack. Yeah, you whack. Whack. No, but seriously, though, like, that, to me, that's, that's fuck around and find out territory right These there. These motherfuckers, man, they don't care. And this is the thing that I've been ruminating on. Through my various stints with uh, my friend Mary, uh-huh. you know, you, you hang out with Mary long enough and you start to get inflective, uh-huh. reflective, all uh-huh. those things. I just don't understand how much longer, you know, we talked about uh, American spirit, Western spirit, whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. human spirit, freedom. It's uh-huh. important. Yeah. I know that if you take away all my opportunities, I'm going to find a way to make money to increase my, my happiness, uh-huh. you know, my my family's lifestyle. Yeah. And all that. But when does freedom come into that? How much longer do we have to put up with these faggots that scream at you? I don't know if you saw the video or not of the lady on the plane screaming at an old man. Oh, yeah. Put his mask on while she had her mask off. Yeah. And spit on him, scratched him, punched him. She assaulted him. Got arrested. You know? I I tell you, man. These Karens are empowered, bro. I... The Chads, too. I'm going to be honest. I have never... Not like that. Okay, I've seen some Karens in my day. I spit in someone's mouth. If they treat me that way. You got me fucked up. We're both going to jail. Like, they don't seem to understand, like... See, I feel like fuckers like that, they know... they See, they know what targets to pick, right? Yeah. Because, like... Shoot, and occasionally they an don't... Man? And occasionally, though, they don't know... Like, they misinterpret a they target. They fuck around and actually find out. They fuck around and actually find out... Yeah. ...about somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, I, there's a video. I'd love to find it again... It makes me fucking. There's a couple videos I go to for situations <laughs> like that. Yeah. One where this dude is getting in his car, and all of a sudden this fucking car comes out of nowhere, pulls up, and these two young fucking hoods, uh, 
try to jack him, right? Mm-hmm. And he fucking, one of them had a gun, and he fucking knocks the goddamn gun out of the dude's hand and fucking grabs him, puts him in a fucking arm bar, and then slams him to the ground. And he's got the motherfucker on his, on like, he's laying on him, right? And the other guy is just like, he doesn't have a gun or nothing. He's just freaking out. He's like, what the fuck? He's, and the, the guy he's on the ground, the kid, is a kid. He's, like, screaming. And the other guy's like, get off him, get off him. Like, he's, like, some sort of victim. Yeah. And. You fucked around, bitch. Yeah. And fuck uh, you. he finally does get off the kid and fucking throws him. Yeah. And they both he and he walks over and picks up the fucking gun and they fucking scramble. I love shit like that. Mm-hmm. But like there's a really good one where this guy it, it, it starts like in the middle of it, but this guy is talking to this other guy and he's like he's like, You weren't talking about my wife. Oh yeah. He's yeah. like That's a that's at a baseball. I think, or it's it's, it's, it's a, a, it looks like an open air like bar a, or something. Like I thought it was at a sports stadium. It could be, but he's like, you weren't talking about he's, my wife. It was the guy. It was a uh, Tyrone, right? He's like, I'm gonna fuck your wife. Well, see, see, that's the thing. It, it it starts in the middle, so you don't know where it started, but you know the dude's already turned up. He's like, you weren't talking about my wife. I've seen. I've he's seen, like, you must have been talking about that dude's wife or that dude's wife. Nah, or, it's, or, that, it's that Tyrone or another person, big wife. black guy. And then the dude, and but the dude walks up on him. He's like, I was talking about your wife. And then he beats the fuck. Hey, he glasses him. <laughs> yeah. He fucking straight up glasses him and fucking knocks him the fuck out. Yeah. And the guy's like, nobody talks about my fucking wife. Yeah. Like people, and and the same he thing. He gave him the opportunity to out himself, but he refused. The same thing goes for fucking Karens and all that other shit. Like. They find the right ones sometimes, right? But sometimes, mm-hmm. see, sometimes though, people, like, I'm not saying, sometimes people are too nice. Like, I saw one just yesterday where the dude was way too fucking nice, right? Yeah. Dude was, I don't know, he was part of some R, uh, like ROTC or something. Like, he was doing um, drills with a, uh, it wasn't a real rifle. It was like a, a basically a black of wood with a strap on it, Still right? Still probably got banned off TikTok. And uh, he was practicing his drills. You know, they do those little <sighs> but rifle twirling drills right he was doing yeah. it in the park right and he was just videoing himself doing it like demonstrating right so right. maybe someone else could see it and be like oh that looks cool neat and um this lady walks up and you don't see her but she's like she's like could you please leave get the fuck out of here Karen. she's like you're making me you're making me and my child uncomfortable miserable with bitch. your gun and he's like Oh, I'm. He was too nice. He was way too fucking nice. He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. This this is uh uh, uh this isn't a real gun. It's just you know, it's just for for practice." He's like, "It's not real. I could show it to you. I could I could show you." Like he's trying to explain to her, like, "Listen, this isn't uh, like he's trying to and be a she's reasonable like, human being." She's like, "I don't want to know anything. Just get out of here." <laughs> yeah, I don't. And it's like learn anything. Like, there's only one time where I think I encountered. It wasn't a Karen. It was a Ken. Right. We were me. And my girlfriend at the time, my sister and my brother-in-law were all going out to eat, right? Yeah. And we're in the parking lot and it was crowded. We pull into a spot. This dude like runs in right behind us. Like he blocks us. And he fucking gets out of his car <laughs> and he's walking up to to my brother-in-law was driving. He walks up to the brother-in-law side of the car and so it's like, you know, he's waving his fucking finger at him. No, 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 he's no. He's like, no, I no. was waiting on that spot. Oh, da, 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 shut da. up, bitch. And we've been driving around the parking lot for a few minutes waiting for a spot. So... We've been waiting too, right? He's like, uh, did Jeff cut him off? And he's like talking crazy as fuck to my brother-in-law, right? Yeah, which probably and one of Jeff's, you know, uh, my brother-in-law, you know, he's not like he's, you know, he's he's not about that life. But like, I got out of the car. Yeah, 
And I walked around to the side. What time is it, Chad? And I must have had the right look in my eye because the dude just got back in his fucking car and drove away. <laughs> and my, you know what the thing is, my I'm dad. What you're selling, Chad? My dad's done that before too, so I must have got the same look that my dad gets because I saw my dad do that one time. So one time we were picking somebody up at someone's house, right? Yeah. And the person we were picking up, their neighbor's driveway is like right next to their driveway. Like, there's a strip of grass, right? And it's hard to get out of that person's driveway. Yeah. So all we did was just drive through the grass a little bit up through the neighbor's driveway and leave. Didn't fuck anything up. It was fine, right? Just driving through. And uh, all of a sudden, we're driving down the road, and this car, like, gets up behind us, and it's, like, fucking tailgating us all the fucking way through, like, the countryside. And we stop at a stop sign, and this motherfucker gets out of his car, and Dad's just like... (laughs) (laughs) Dad, like... He's like, dad doesn't even say a fucking word. He just like looks in the rear, sees the guys get out of the car, it's fucking fixed. opens up the door, steps out, and the dude's like, stops where he's at. And he's just like, don't drive through my grass anymore. And then gets back in his car and really. <laughs> I like to think your dad was wearing some like small baseball shorts. But yeah, it, it, like I said, it, occasionally you'll see like lightweight Karens and Kens in the wild. Like, you know where I've seen the most? <clears throat> Grocery stores. Yeah. I have seen people talk crazy as fuck to cashiers before for no good reason at all. It's like they live their life just to down talk someone who's serving them. You know, like just talking crazy. And there's been a couple times where I've been like, like I'll make like really loud jokes to the person, like say there's somebody staying behind me and someone's acting crazy. <laughs> what a cunt. I'll be like, what is this bitch even talking about? Yeah. Like I'll be loud as fuck about it, like one <laughs> trying to provoke them, but they won't say anything because that's the thing. I'm not saying I'm an intimidating individual, but they probably looked at me and said, and decided that they, I'm not the one. I decided that you're you're not the one that I'm focusing my rage yeah. on today. I'm gonna yeah. go. I'm gonna go abuse a uh, a child, or maybe an old person. So, basically, yeah. I mean, we've all had those Kens and Karens in our lives. I just feel like it, it's uh, we've reached a point with this shit with not only the fact of how crazy the government is and how crazy they act with their demands and things that are unlawful entirely. Like, they're setting themselves up to, all of them to be hung, you know, by the Nuremberg 2.0, whenever that happens, if it happens. Mm-hmm. But these Kins and Karens, off the chain. Yeah. They're just empowered. And I think it goes back to the whole thing of, uh, I forget who it was we talked about before, a previous interview, but uh, these motherfuckers are just powerless, miserable fucking pieces of shit that wander around, you know, life. Just completely useless. And I think something... And I they, th- they have this power now. Put your fucking mask on. Go fuck yourself. And I, I think they forget sometimes, like, anybody's face can be punchable. I mean, yeah. A lot of these people, they have, you know, if you had a rating service of the most punchable faces, I would say that the Kins and Karens top that list. I mean, they're... They're rated E for everyone. Especially, listen. <laughs> these these hands not, are rated E for everyone. Yeah, <laughs> and they're bisexual, too. <laughs> They'll hit anything. But, uh, I'm just kidding. I'm not really, though. But, uh, <laughs> it's just crazy to me that they, I don't know. It's like they, I get it, man. You're miserable. You're not doing anything with your life. I don't know if maybe you, you're one of those unfortunate fellows that spent $200,000 on a useless degree, and now you're crippled with debt, or... I'm not sure if your dad raped you. I don't know what happened. Something bad happened to you in your life, and I'm sorry that it happened, but you need to stay out of my fucking lane. Yeah. Because I'm not the one. You're not the one. 
I just don't. I just don't. I can't get in their mindset because I've never. What are you gonna do when you go to a fucking grocery store and somebody's yelling at you to put a mask on your child? No. And they they pull their mask down to tell you that shit. Like, hmm, I don't think so. <laughs> not today. Have you seen that movie? You've seen the Joker, right? The one with Joaquin I have Phoenix not. in it. Okay. Uh, if someone, no one has ever done that to me, right? You're gonna go into a conference room with a shotgun? No, no, no. God, Jesus. <laughs> I'm no, just, I'm asking a question. I don't We're know. on live, man. You're gonna, <laughs> it's fine. You're gonna get me swatted for that shit. Nah. Uh, when you get swatted, I get swatted. We're in the same room, bro. No, nah, I'm just gonna do that laugh that he does in the movie. That uncontrollable <laughs> laugh, you know, like that makes everybody uncomfortable in the movie. I think that's the best route to go, honestly. Yeah. Just let him know that, like, uh, you might have thought that I was just gonna comply, but I'm not. Oh, that's not me. Yeah. What do you think the best way in 2022 is? This is a question, and it's a serious one, and if you can't answer it right now, that's fine. You want to think about it, we'll come back to it, but uh, this is important. I thought about it last night, and we need to answer this question. Mm-hmm. What is the best way in 2022 that you and I, with our platform, can increase the knowledge amongst the populace of either... I mean, it's obvious. I mean, to me, it's, it's A or B. A would be that anarchy doesn't mean chaos, that it actually means freedom. Treat, teach them the actual meaning or perhaps uh, teaching them that, like how the application would work amongst groups of voluntarists, because I feel like that's the great work. Well, and I, we had it, but we lost it. We didn't do it there. Toward, toward the end, the shit got so heavy that we just, we went with the narrative. I don't want to do that anymore. I, you know, I, honestly, uh, I think considering what I've seen over the last couple of years and how people have reacted to these, uh, a lot of this, these <coughs> government policies coming down, yeah, I think the time is right in 2022 uh, to start a cult. Don't say that. <laughs> See, you had me and then you lost me. No, but like a good I don't cult. Know if this works sideways or not, we're going to try it sideways. Sorry. For but, those on our TikTok live. But like a good cult, you know, like an esoteric cult. I don't think it works that way, bro. You you lose them. You, once you use that four-letter C word, and I'm not talking about cunt, I mean cult. What if <laughs> What if we, you know, we've been, we're synonymous on this show for taking words that have been, you know, worn out or used or abused and, and, and I don't taking them you, back and, and refurbishing nah, them, you know, like you would a that's, piece of that's good furniture. Like, that's kind of like saying you can use the upside down, like you can't use a pinnacle, an upside down pentagram. I'm, th- th- I'm not talking about the pentagram. I'm taking the word cult back. But a word is a symbol. A symbol wanna, is a word. I'm like take it back and refashion it for a new purpose. <sighs> Listen, take it to your forge. Let me know what it looks like when you're done, because I don't agree right now. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I feel like there's a better word. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, what's wait, wrong? Wait, 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 wait. What about family? Let's <laughs> use that. You know, what's wrong with, you just know, not telling everybody, cult. hey, you need to wear this type of clothing, or hey, hey you should imbibe in just a diet of, you know... I don't know, fucking chicken tendies and oh, I love chicken and tendies. diet coke. I don't know the like, macaroni with the chicken strips. Oh. <laughs> you know that's uh, I don't. You know it's not like we're fucking what's his face from uh, what was that one? Um, fucking Heaven's Gate, Apple Bomb. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Who fucking had his follow her male followers cut their junk off? <laughs> Woo! Well, like, I was talking. Calling. Yeah, who was Luckily, I talking to? Luckily, he's gonna be there to fuck their wives, though, right? Well, see that. Okay, so that's the thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta cut your dick off, but I'll fuck your wife. Don't worry about well, it. Well, that was that was the Branch Davidians. 
but they um, weren't having people get castrated. You just weren't allowed to fuck your wife. But David Koresh, see, David Koresh was Jesus Christ reborn, and he was able to, like, here's he, he was like, listen, I'm going to sin for all of you. So you don't have to. So you don't have to, what and a, I'm going to fuck a, your wife. What a fucking angel. I was, who was I talking? I was talking to somebody about that a couple weeks ago, laughing about <laughs> it, like, that, that, <laughs> that he did that. And I was like... You know, because I was like, you know, I was trying. Well, who was I? I was talking to somebody about Waco, and I was telling, explaining to them like the 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 overreach by the government, and they basically murdered those people. And basically, they're like, but wasn't they're like <laughs> they and they have a good point. They're like, wasn't David Crash kind of a fucking weirdo? And I was like, yeah, yes. he was a big weirdo. <laughs> yes, bitch, he was a big time weirdo <laughs> of a fucking apocalypse cult. Yeah, I was like, but here's the thing: those kids and all those other Fuck. people that died probably didn't deserve what they had coming to them. They were murdered straight sure up. Not. Yeah, I was like, so two wrongs don't make a right. Definitely not. David Crest, like, and I explained to them we did an episode years ago about Waco, and I was like, you understand? I did legwork on that shit. That's one of my episodes. Like, if I it, up in the pantheon, that, yeah, I put that up in the top in that word. top ten because yeah. I went through for three days uh, 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 negotiation transcripts between the FBI and David Koresh and the and a couple other branch Davidians. Reading that shit. And one of the conclusions I came away with was that David Koresh was a fucking lunatic. Savage. Lunatic. Not a good type of savage. No, either. the bad, negative savage. Yeah. The caveman. I'm just saying. <sighs> Not mad at you. Well, maybe we won't well, take back the word cult. Basically, what I'm saying is, again, I'll repeat it, but <laughs> we can't use the word cult. There, We have to... If I could, you know, just my 50% of this venture, we have to teach the actual principles of anarchy. What's uh, what's wrong? You can call it libertarianism if you want what's to, but wrong? it just involves freedom. What's and, wrong? Uh, hold on. Okay. Just a second. <laughs> Anarchon. And the prefix meaning without. Archon. Ruler. Without a ruler. We Is don't it? have kings. We don't have gods. We're just being people who want to interact with other people freely. And what is government? It's just a way of controlling and taxing the individual. They're not even what they were intended to be. Yeah. You know, I get it. You know, on the offset, like you're trying to make sure there's a way that states can interact freely. You're trying to enforce, you know, contracts amongst individuals and protect the collective states from outside invaders that's fine mm -hmm. but what we have here is a fucking dementic pedophile you know telling you to put a, a an experimental who the fuck knows what into your body and if you can do if you can get that off as a dementic pedophile or I, i'm not even saying it's him because he's just the face of it he's not even we all know he's not running shit yeah. The only time he runs shit is when he's chasing a child around the White House with diapers on and he's shit his pants. Yeah. We have to we have to push back. No more masks. I I don't care. No more masks. Stop complying. No shots. Like uh, just say no. I tell you, governance No to all of it. Governance in the US now makes about as much sense <coughs> as the business plan for the underpants gnomes in that one <laughs> South Park episode. You're talking about the missing step two. Yes. I get it. See, that's the thing, like we everything that <laughs> like I don't even know if you could compare that though. So what what happens is step one, step two makes sense. Yeah. It's step three that doesn't is the true one that doesn't make any sense because no, but like, it does. It, it it does make sense. 
I'm sorry. Well, okay. Let, I'm ahead. thinking of it. Okay, I'm thinking of it not in the sense of a conspiracy <sighs> theorist. I'm thinking in the sense of a logical human being right yeah. now who's trying to understand the machinations. By conspiracy theorist, you mean critical thinker? Yes. Okay. I don't mean it in a negative sense. No, I get it. I understand. I, I'm first of all, that's one thing I'm taking back for sure. Yeah. This 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 time around, conspiracy theorist that's, is <laughs> that's our word. I'm taking that word back. <laughs> yeah. You know, for sure. you can call me a lot of other things. If you want to use slander against me, you know, you can't. Do not call me a conspiracy theorist. You can call me right. a tinfoil hat wearing. Call me whatever you want. Just kook. don't. You're not allowed to use that word. You're not allowed to use that term conspiracy anymore. Conspiracy theorist is the new N word in 2022. Can we all agree on that? Speaking of which, we need to imbibe the council. Oh, the council? Do you think the council would agree that conspiracy theorist in 2022 is or is not the new N word? Because that's where I'm siding. Am I going to side with Vantalord? Is he going to say, you know, it's not the new N-word? Uh, I don't know the, if the Vantalord would say that's new. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, currently, in society, it's the new N-word. It's definitely taboo. I'll say that. I'm pretty sure we're not, like, you don't even, you don't have to worry about separate drinking fountains because you can't even use a drinking fountain anymore. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? It's Shit's madness, man. I don't know. Am I off the rails, or am I, am I on point? What's going on here? I get what you're saying. I just don't know what it's like to be called something negative that... Uh, do you get what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to... Like, I don't know what I'm trying to get at here. I don't know if it's the new... I'm just... I'm taking it back. They're not allowed to use it anymore. Okay, well... Okay, well... See, but when you say... But I will say, say... I will go both board and say I'm siding with the Vantalord. Okay. Secrets for me to remain secrets for a reason. <laughs> Preach. You know? I'm going to have to make a TikTok video about the Vantalord. We're going to have to side. We just had to... The Buns of Tubbs Council, as media men, mm-hmm. you know, we are not... We're supposed to be impartial. We're supposed to be impartial, but there are things that we see that are just, incon- un- you know, they're unconscionable. And uh, there will be a TikTok video. Well, you got to think of those secrets. First of all, those secrets are occulted. They are occulted for a reason. For a reason. And you can't just, I mean, look at the Freemasons. If you do, if you go out and publicly display Masonic information after giving an oath and being taught, they're going to rip your fucking guts out, bro. Cut your tongue out. Like, that's what they, you sign up for that. That's what happens. I don't know that personally from being a, a Mason, but look it up on Google. If you're a part of the council, then I'm just saying. Worse. Were we going to talk about Kazakhstan? Oh, yeah. That country, though. You know, could you imagine waking up in a country where, you know, they blamed it on fuel prices, but I'm not buying that bullshit. Although, I will I will only talk about, I won't say only, I guess, but I will talk about the fuel prices. Mm-hmm. They removed government control of yeah. the fuel prices, and the fuel prices in Kazakhstan uh, doubled overnight. Yeah. Which set everybody off the edge. Like, let's, I got to drive to work. You know, and it just, it's a fuck, it's a fuck show. Mm-hmm. And that's not the thing that pushed them over the edge. I don't, th- I, I actually, I don't know. I think it was, it was the thing that pushed them over the edge, but it wasn't the Could it, totality okay. of the circumstances. <clears throat> it was the spark, but not the fuel. Right. It wasn't the fuel. They were sitting on a fucking tinderbox, probably like everybody else. And that's what, uh, I don't know if you follow any of these prepper channels on YouTube, but one of the things I've seen over the last couple of days, is like they're telling you, hey, this is why we're telling you to get prepared for shit at the fan scenario because these fucking revolutions can happen overnight. 
Mm-hmm. And it's a cultural phenomenon. It's a psychological phenomenon. You know, if something crazy happens, you might not be able to recover from it. Yeah. You might be pushed all the way to the edge because you've already been dealing with, you know, decades of fucking slavery that might have only hit you, you know, subconsciously. And then you get that one fucking thing that hits you and it's too much. Yeah, I tell you, you know what I think in the grand one of the <coughs> things the spark could very well be in this country. What's that? To cause just fucking just absolute bedlam would be with this with COVID and all this other shit. It would be <clears throat> I think the straw that might break and it would probably break in our favor. Yeah. Would be if they did some fuck shit where like they were taking people's kids away because they weren't getting them vaccinated. They do that. There's you see small instances of it, yeah. right? But I'm not talking about here or there. One in Texas. One You're in talking Illinois. about nationwide. I'm talking about not or even nationwide, state, even state by state, or in mass. Yeah. Well, like, that's the thing too that we talked about earlier. What state was that? Uh, can you pull that up on your phone? Oh man, it's shit's dying. What were you wanting to know? Just the 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 state where the Democrats had proposed a law where they would uh, forcibly detain you for not being, you know, in, you know, uh, what's that thing? Pokey poked. I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say it's probably either New York, or California. I think it was New York, but I don't remember. Anyway, we're we're on live, so I was just trying to correct it for the live, but we can't remember. So I guess we'll <laughs> start a farm, <laughs> make plant, some beets, plant some beets. The boy wearing Carhartt. Why is he wearing Carhartt, though? You on a farm, boy? But uh, <laughs> I don't know. I agree with you. I think that we've reached a point where if they come back, and you're starting to see this new variant, what's it called? Cypress? Cypro? Uh, uh, some bullshit. Every yeah. couple of weeks, they come out with some new shit. But basically, and this is just my opinion, and this will probably... I've been removed off Pornhub, so, you know? Yeah. I, I'll get removed off of tiktok too probably but i'm gonna say it because we we were talking about covid before it was even in the united states we talked about it being a bioweapon we talked about all these things that are now commonly pretty much accepted and i think that worst case scenario they released a bioweapon that was meant to go out and you know mix and fucking match and increase and decrease and eventually become an actual kill weapon. I think that's what we're facing. Uh, I've heard something about that, but I, that's like unverifiable <clears throat> at this point. Right. Um, I tell you, you know what, to pr- take it back to what I said about what would just like, what would the spark be? What made me think of that? Uh, I thought of it last night, actually, is where I came up with that notion where that could be something that would just <clears throat> like, that would just set it all off. Right. Yeah. And what, Brought me to that was I was watching Schindler's List last night. You know that laugh out loud riot comedy, yeah, by Steven Spielberg. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a joke. Speaking of Steven Spielberg, I just want everybody to know that was a joke. I don't. (laughs) It wasn't a comedy. (laughs) (laughs) In case you missed it, it wasn't a joke. But if you're watching that movie and you watch how like these people who are getting rounded up and stuff, for the most part, they kind of like there. You get some outliers who like run or whatever. They'll hide. But for the most part, they just get herded everywhere, right? Yeah. And there's a scene where they're doing, like, these medical checks on the adults. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're making them run in circles and checking them and da-da-da-da. And they're just letting all this happen to them, right? They're naked. They're just letting this happen to they're them. Just, like, they're just completely humiliated. They're like, vibing with it, though. Vibing is the wrong word. Nah, but I wouldn't say they're letting not it, vibing. They're not fighting back. They're not fighting back, right? I yeah. wouldn't say it's vibing, but they're not fighting back. <laughs> but they're not fighting back at all. But the when you do see them freak out, it's when 
all of a sudden, while they were doing this, they didn't, unbeknownst to them, they were rounding up the children and putting them into trucks and getting ready to haul them off, right? Yeah. And they're all complacent, like not, I don't say complacent, they're all compliant with what's going on to them up until the point where they see their kids getting carted off and they freak the fuck out. Yeah. And start running. And mind you, these are people that don't have any way to defend themselves or nothing like that. And they don't care anymore. Right. Because their kids are getting taken away from them. Well, I mean, fuck, man. What do you think is going to happen? And that's, uh, that's you know, and this is for new listeners only because the, 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 the tribe, the Bones and Tubbs tribe know. They've been here long enough. They've heard it over and over again. But I'll say it again for the new tribes and for the people on TikTok. What is the most, what is the largest killer of human beings on the planet? Democide. Democide. Governments. Governments are the largest killer of people. Look it up. I'm not just here talking shit. You know, it's... <laughs> Democide's killed more people historically than fucking malaria and disease entirely. Like, yeah. governments all the time. And that's the thing with this whole Russian buildup and this whole Chinese buildup and this whole, like... We're worried, you know, deeply about the buildup on the Ukraine border, the buildup on Taiwan. And they're talking about taking Taiwan. They're going to take them at the same time. It's going to create a war. They want a war. They want a world war because they need to decrease their population. China especially, because they've only had a, a, a one-child policy. They just relaxed it, what, two years ago? It's been a couple years, yeah. Yeah, a couple years ago. They have a fucking population problem. They need to kill off their men because there are two things that will end a fucking empirical tyranny, and that's hunger and fucking a large male population. Yeah. That's why masculinity is toxic. Mm-hmm. And they're going to fucking, they're gonna, they got to kill them off somehow. Yeah. You know, they can't take them like the Uyghurs and just well, take them in a train and fucking sell their organs. I tell you, it, it, the other thing, it's funny, I watched Sinner's List last night and today I watched Braveheart. Uh, the, Look at you. Yeah, right. Going into 2022 with that strong dick energy. Listen, so like, let's say Braveheart, for example, uh, striking again at what will set people off, right? Yeah. It's striking at uh, uh, the simplest, when we when you break down social structure and society and culture down to its simple structures, and that's the family, right? Yeah. The husband, the wife, the children. The family unit. The family unit, right? Yeah. When they begin to dissect... The family unit. That's when you finally see a skit. Like you see in these instances, there's the, there's a true detachment there. That's when people lose their fucking minds. Right. Like you look at Braveheart. That motherfucker. All he wanted to fucking do was live his life in peace and. Farm. He wanted to be left alone. He wanted to be left the fuck alone. Yeah. He didn't want to share his wife with the fucking lord of the land. He wanted. It was his wife. It's his wife. Right. You know, their husband and wife. You shouldn't have to like share like that because you know oh, yeah. like in the movie there's it's prima nocta, right? It's the Lord's right on their wedding night for the Lord to take the wife's virginity. Fuck the Lord. Well, that's why like we call uh, the new one uh, Piggy Dippins. That's from a TikTok. Man, this TikTok shit's crazy. We I'm, had 317 viewers just in that brief time. Nice. Uh, hold on. Have you seen? Not to go off the rails. This is where we call them Piggy Dippins from. <laughs> the fat cat. Yeah. But yeah, that's where we got that. Freaky that from. I wonder where the name came from. 
Piggy Dippins. What's up, TikTok? We're back. But what were we talking about before? <sighs> Just the, the fact that we hate the government. Oh, yeah, that's easy enough. Basically. Oh, that, yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty excited, though. I think that 2022, we need to do a concerted effort where, you know, we got we got a lot of topics. We could just research some topics and talk about that motherfucker. I'm, I'm fucking done. I don't mind doing a fucking recap of society from the week previous in the first 15 minutes. Yeah. Or the last 15 minutes, but fuck a whole show yeah. on this bullshit. Because I am almost to the point where, in my woo-woo, that I feel like... We're giving it power. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Just by thinking about something, you're creating it, or you're helping them create it with your energy. Like, I'm done. Let me ask you a question. I'm I done d- with that shit. So I just got done, you know, because I'm on this leave, so I got a lot of time, right? And it's cold out, so I'm not going outside a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm getting of an age now where the cold really just, just bite too hard. For sure. Um, And I, if I can't help it, I, I refuse to be outside, <laughs> right? As you should. I'm a house cat. But uh, <laughs> I watched uh, this series last week that was just streaming on Peacock, I think, called Brave New World, right? Did you ever read the book Brave New World? Fuck yeah, I did. Okay. Is it about the book? So anyways, uh, <laughs> Brave New World. Can't talk did about, you ever, did you can't ever, talk about animal violence on a live. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I read, I read Brave New World. Okay, so it's a series based on the book, right? Yeah. It's all right. I thought it was good. It added some stuff. It involved like AI and stuff like that that I never like uh, incorporated with it and whatnot. What's, what's this on? Peacock. I don't know what that is. It's a streaming service. It's like uh, NBC, Paid, I guess. NBC Universal. You pay for it? Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. And so anyways, um, which led me to believe like I love, don't get me wrong, I like 1984. I like dystopian novels like that. But in my personal opinion i feel like we have geared more towards a brave new world style dystopic world yeah than a 1984 one where we are just so overwhelmed with media constantly and pleasures it's very epicurial we go back to that word again that's a great word um not sure where to put this camera but it's a good show you should check it out i'm not gonna pay for it but uh i will consider your proposal (laughs) You think it's about time to wrap this up? We can wrap it up. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. We'd like to thank you all for listening. Hopefully this week's episode will edit. The other one will come out next, and it will be strange because... It was before the new year. Before, yeah, before the new Um, year. But we had a technical issue. There's ways to get a hold of us. Yeah, we're available for a long-form contact on bonesandtubsgmail.com. We're available on uh, Instagram at forward slash bonesandtubs. T.me forward slash bonesandtubs. I'm still trying to get used to saying that one for our Telegram page. Mm-hmm. Snapchat bonesandtubs. Have I forgotten any? I uh, Twitter so. at bonesandtubs. Um, Those are our contact. If you if you reach out, we will reach back. I'd like to thank Blood the Brave. Blood the Brave, he's the intro and outro music of our show. Anarchist rapper. Teaching him, you know. Mm-hmm. Check him out on... Uh, Twitter, Blood the Brave, aka Kyle Reese. Uh, Facebook probably. Mm-hmm. Bandcamp. He's on all those things. All right. Check him out. Buy his music. Let him know Bones and Tubs sent you. You can also check us out on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Bones and Tubs. If you want to send that love out, yeah. Let us know that you appreciate you know true media people that you would uh, rather hear your news from sitting around a fire drinking a beer smoking a spliff. Mm-hmm. You know. We'd like to thank y'all for listening. We hope you guys enjoyed the show. We hope you tune in. T- 
We hope you tune in next time. <laughs> Between now and again, we hope you guys stay safe. We're also straight on uh, TikTok. Bones and Tubs PD Cast. Bones and Tubs PD Cast on TikTok. We're going live right now, but nice. we love you. We really do. Until you think you're insane They really did Lie to you as a kid And they're still lying now They don't care if you live So stop asking them Or think that they will help The battles within They don't care about your health All they want is for you To bow down and be ruled And they've been training you well Ever since you were in school Played as a fool Used as a pawn Unwashed the minds With the words of my songs You gotta stay strong And go deep within your own Heart that deserves To shine like chrome you gotta push and grow and break through the mold That they try to lock you in to control your soul It's everywhere you look when you watch what they feed All they do is plant the seeds that help conformity Your mind is a prize and they hunt it every day in any way They can, they're gonna move it on the prey But I know their tricks and the tactics they use And expose them in my songs, there's no way we will lose Come alive from FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive Look alive and be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster I come alive From FEMA Region 5 This is the Hunger Games You gotta fight to survive Look alive And be ready on all sides Cause every day they attack your monster die. May the odds be Ever in your favor Whether you see it or not Our lives are a danger Battered and broke They wanna leave you with no hope Like you're stuck and can't find your way out of the rope And they're the ones who tied you up so tight And tell you that you're free Don't resist, don't fight Like we're supposed to take it Your will they wanna break If they really want you to not think you're gonna make it They try to break your will Cause they know how strong you are They know your power That's why they haunt you at large It's never what they claim Nothing's ever what it seems This is the Hunger Games, you are Katniss Everdeen They play it on a screen and we cheer for the rebels But in real life, most cheer for the devil They just wanna be safe, that's why they keep them all scared The stake you get less, they'll push you down the stairs And they'll sell you the crutch and then tell you to be thankful That's the truth, the cruel, to face it can be painful But after you make it through the lies and hurt You finally realize, everything you're worth come alive from FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive, look alive, and be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster and I come alive. From FEMA Region 5, this is the Hunger Games, you gotta fight to survive, look alive, and be ready on all sides, cause every day they attack your monster and I, may the odds be. Ever in your favor, whether you see it or not, our lives are a danger. Happy.